even happening? Is it is it real? Are we on? Are we live? I think so. I can hear your phone notifications. This is <laughs> so much. You know what? I don't understand how this radio thing works. Like, is it? I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely not. Hey, y'all. Oh, my God. I, I can hear you, Emerson. I can oh. really hear you. It's like you're right here in the room with me. Wow. Look at that. <laughs> we just had a little um, a little switcheroo um, musical mics. Yeah. Ooh, ooh not musical. magic mics, though. <laughs> That's a different thing. Well, how fortunate that we had an extra mic this week. Yeah. That oh we were God. able, whatever's going on. I mean, it's... I have a technology curse, so like, who fucking knows? Like, sorry, everyone in this this place that is full <laughs> of technology. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, we have some guardian angels that are waiting at the door. Oh, so, um, thank you, our to our guardian angels. You're so epic and awesome. This happened. <laughs> I want to tell the story. There's a fucking switch, y'all, and it's <laughs> real high tech. It's on the side of a mic. It tells you if it's on or off. So, in your defense, <laughs> in your defense, it happened because you were putting you were putting a, um, a protective protective mic condom on. Yes, so, so that we because all weren't breathing each other's. Because this germs. station is incredibly COVID conscious. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Something I really fucking appreciate and everyone working here yep. is doing it they we sanitize everything that we touch before the next person comes in we have mic covers and there's a lot of knobs there's a lot of there's knobs. a lot of knobs over yes, here a lot like of knobs. It, but it's it's something that you can't we, really enforce. we only touch one of them just <laughs> for anybody that's listening that works here we only touch the ones we're supposed to none of the rest this is what happens when i touch one this is what happens we start talking at one i didn't know there was an on off switch it could have happened to any of us it's true i'm really glad that um that I have some light bulbs that are flashing for me right now. And I'm glad that my curse didn't break something else. Yes. Mm -hmm. Knock yeah. on wood for that. Yeah. Knock on. I'll knock on all, anything all forms of anything. Want. So, yeah. <laughs> nothing is broken. Everything's working perfectly. Um, let's take a deep breath. <laughs> let's, 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 take, let's take three deep breaths. Okay. You, you know? Deep breath in. In. And out. Last breath. one. Oh. <laughs> that was nice. That was very nice. And leave it to me to interrupt the <laughs> the last breath. <laughs> With the, yeah, no, it's fine. It's Sorry. fine. So our topic today. We're going to be talking about choices. Yeah. And what what brought this or what came to mind for me mm -hmm. is what they defined choice as like what they said was incredibly like you like you have so much freedom, right? You have yes. all this and that, but it's not really like their definition of freedom and the 
Like there's a difference between like mm-hmm. the capital R reality of like one reality and then mm-hmm. the difference of like everyone else's like little realities. Yeah. Yes. And, and it's like it their definition of choice is this like capital C choice. But in reality, it's not really a lot of choice or there no. is so much baggage in not choosing their way that you don't really have a choice. Exactly. And it's their, your choices you can choose the right way or the wrong way. Yeah. Like and there's that, nothing in the middle. Yeah. And the, like you have, and the thing, you know, when we were talking about this topic and what we were going, you know, like <clears throat> the, like the thing that my mind just kept coming back to and kept coming back to and kept coming back to was how we were constantly bombarded with the concept that you only have freedom in Jesus. You yes. only have freedom in Jesus. You only have freedom in, in, in sacrificing your life, you know, accepting him as your and savior, you giving say him. no to. Yeah, but yet you can't do anything. Like growing, we weren't allowed, we couldn't listen to secular music. We couldn't hang out with people that weren't Christian. We couldn't go to the movies. We couldn't go to dances. We were pulled out of school. We didn't have, like, we couldn't do anything. I mean, it was even worse for people who identified as women or were female presenting yeah. that, you know, they couldn't wear pants, they couldn't wear makeup, they couldn't cut their hair, couldn't color their hair for a long time. Eventually that some of those things loosened up, but still yeah. like I, I just never understood. I'm like, how is it freedom if there's so many rules? And, and, and I just didn't, and not even rules, like, cause I understand rules. Like I understand that there's structure to society, there's structure to jobs, you know, like you can't just show up whenever you want to, cause there's things need to happen when they're supposed to happen, blah, blah. But like, I understand structure, but these are like controlling rules and issues, you know? See, and, and I think that there's, there's a difference between rules for safety mm-hmm. and rules for preference or like, like very biased quote-unquote moral reasons like there are rules that you shouldn't operate a forklift unless you have had proper training but Mm -hmm. then and like the driving like rules those things are there for a reason like speed limits are there for a reason y'all but Mm -hmm. when it's like no when you're driving you have to have your hands in this specific position and you have to be like your back needs to be completely straight like the the how or like the means of what you're doing yeah. that like there's a, I don't know it's no, not it's, making any it's sense it's one hundred percent making sense and I was making a note because I didn't want to forget um if if that's if I'm typing that's why I'm I'm writing something down so I don't forget it good but job. but that thank you the um that but that principle right there is something that's universally understood and I think one of the most powerful you know like I I started using like dark magics light you know like the, pow- yeah. <laughs> the powerful like dark magic that that so many uh, toxic religious structures use is they take a principle that's universally understood as a universal truth for the for example don't operate you know heavy machinery if you don't have proper training don't drive 100 miles an hour on a 40 mile an hour road right there's reasons that we have those rules because it's for your own safety they take that concept and they twist it so it's hard to say, well, that's not true. That's not right. Because they're saying, well, we're doing this for your safety. The oh. reason we have these rules is because God doesn't want you to go to movies because movies will then I'll give oh will open God. up your mind to the devil and the devil will send you to hell. 
You just blew my little mind. Well, I, I was seriously like in that moment, I was like, oh, shit, that's like that's what it is. It's because they're not making up a you know, they're making up their own rules, but then they're like flavoring it with a universal truth or a universal understood. Yeah. Um, a universally understood truth from society or structure or whatever. Yeah, totally. And that's why it's so powerful. Yeah. You know, us looking back now on those situations, we can say, well, that doesn't make any sense. That's stupid. That's not. But when you're a kid brought up in this, you know, like it, you're taught, you're taught these fundamentals, you're taught these fun, these universal fundamentals um, parallel. Yeah. You know, you're taught like, don't run in this, don't run in a busy street. Don't curse. Don't wear pants. You know what I'm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't, you know, don't, don't, uh, don't jump off tall buildings. Don't wear makeup. Like you're, you're taught wow. these universal truths parallel. And so you think that they're, they have the same power. Wow. They think that the, you think they're the same thing and they're not the same thing. And that just like goes into what, like it, what trauma ultimately does is it like over activates that like we're at the edge on a very tall building i'm wearing makeup i'm close to death yes like i it it trips that up far too often yes because they have ultimately instilled that Mm -hmm. in your body of like i mean we're all computers we're all just circuits and like we're programmable we're soft squishy computers yeah (laughs) soft squishy computers and so soft squishy adorable cute computers i mean (laughs) i think we're all cute i think we're all adorable (laughs) i think i've said this before i'm 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 i identify as pansexual so basically everyone is attractive to me which is so fucking annoying yeah yeah (laughs) that's that sounds so hard yeah Yeah. It is. I mean, it is. It though. is. My life is so hard. No, I'm just kidding. I'm starting to make a joke out of it. <laughs> I would like um, to clarify the pansexuality. When I say everyone, I mean everyone of age. I'm not about yeah. to let anybody, anything be misconstrued or any fucking a-hole try to uh, change that. So just disclaimer. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm just all, uh, yeah, anyway. I just think... We don't need to keep going nope. on this. Okay, anyway. Nope. So, sure don't. Sure um, don't need to go on that one. Just want it to be said. Needs to be said. Because yeah, there's people out there. Anyways. It needs to be said. So that, uh, that, uh, the tripping up of the of the, the PTSD. Thing. That's what I was going to say. I, was yes. gonna, I didn't write Here it down. I just see this is what happens when you don't write it down. <laughs> PTSD. That's why so many people, so many people, I think an astounding percentage of people, I would like to look this up actually sometime, but I don't even know if there's information out there. But I think that's why an astounding amount of people um, have, like from from (laughs) religious environments, have PTSD. Because the (laughs) the whole structure of religion is built on control by fear. Yeah. So essentially you kind of have to trigger those fear responses to get to be able to control them. And by doing that, you're, you're just, you I mean, that's what PTSD is, 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 is your, your, um, fight or flight, freeze, fawn, there's, yeah. you know, your, your, um, survival instincts, your, your, your fear mechanism is triggered and it's been triggered so many times for so many reasons that it's basically just like, this is how I understand it. It's basically just broken. So it's on a high alert all the time. Yeah. And I think yeah. that that's one of the main issues. One of the main things that religion does to people is gives them severe PTSD. Their trick, yeah. their, their, their fear response is on high alert all the time. Yeah. Yep. 
And that kind of goes into a different avenue of choice in that if you're anything like me, I now having had so little choice in my past, now that I have so much to choose from, which it, I'm, it is a privilege having so much choice for sure. Yes. But in having so many things to choose, I get like crazy choice block. Or like, oh yeah, like executive dysfunction. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And oh so, yeah. But that, like, how how choosing now is so difficult or overwhelming because of how little choice we had in the past. So, yes, same, absolute, one hundred percent, same. And I think that that is also, you know, <clears throat> people who are abusive and controlling and manipulating are horrible but they're not but they're very intelligent most of the time very strategic very smart and people under like those people understand that like it's it's it it, you know it's a common it's it's a common you know when when you're working with kids yeah you know it's a it's a common um uh uh uh, tactic and I don't like tactic makes it sound you know but you know if, if you say if you say to a kid like what do you want to have for dinner it, it they're gonna you know sometimes they can't make a decision there's too many options they don't know what the options are they don't know what you know like they they want you know they want they ice cream easily, and pizza or yeah. they want you know like like they want all like of breakfast yeah exactly still, you know but what you actually mean is do you want chicken nuggets or do you want you know like or do you want pasta like or yeah. whatever you know like yeah. what you mean is I have these three options which one of those would you like and it's actually helpful when you are like working with kids to say like you want them to understand the concept of choice because you want them to know yeah. that they always have a choice but also the whole world is not available to them all the time right you know so so you're like hey would you like to have hamburgers pizza or chicken nuggets which yeah. one would you like and that gives them the choice of the things that are available to them and 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 um uh where was i going with this where was i going with this that like the uh, what did you say about choice that oh the the whole the the yeah. whole choice paralysis yes so i think that often as a society at least for me a lot of times i prefer for someone else to either make the decision or for them to give me choices you know like yeah. hey are you hungry let's go get food do you want this or this oh i'll take that you know where if they're like where do, when I, someone says where do you want to eat i'm just like Never mind. I'm not going to eat because I can't decide. You know, <laughs> I just can't handle it. I suddenly it. lost my appetite yeah. over the choice of yep. thinking about what to eat. <laughs> yeah, like my choices are: you decide, or I don't go. You know. Oh my god, that's and, hilarious. <laughs> and and so, I think that that's one of the things that 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 they they understand. So they use that they use that tactic against us. You know, like you absolutely have choice. You can choose to go to hell or heaven. It's like, well, those aren't my only choices. Yeah. That's not even a choice, in fact. Like, that's not. But they understand that sometimes humans often exist. We like to be in a space where there are less choices. Most people, not everyone. Yeah. But a lot of people like to exist. A lot of people like that structure. A lot of people, I think that's one of the reasons why people who have been traumatized by religion often go back because that structure is really appealing to them. You know, they get out into life. They get out into this world where they can do whatever they want. But one thing that happens is just because we are then released into this world full of choices does not mean that the guilt and shame 
of our choices goes away at the same time. So just because your eyes have been opened and you realize that you have every choice in the world does not mean that the guilt and shame of those choices or the or the realization that you won't go to hell or the realization that there's nothing wrong with those choices does not go away at the same time. Yeah. And and I think that that is part of the embedded manipulation that that happens with people who from religious structures yeah and toxic religious structures yeah and i went in a couple different directions like that also goes into how um if you also were raised with the thing like if you make this choice and it's a failure whatever that definition is mm-hmm. that that means then you are a bad person so there's that whole yes. avenue of it too the, but the, then, to clarify can i clarify yeah, yeah that failure equals bad yes like failure yes. equals bad person yes cool. so there's so much hinging on this decision yes and there are so many of them mm-hmm. and that also, oh, I super lost the second direction that my mind went in. Well, while you think about oh, it, can I? No. Oh, no, please. I thought about it. Good. So, so you were talking about how there's, you know, you have the choice of going to heaven or hell. And you said that isn't a choice, in fact. Yeah. <laughs> but it isn't a choice, in fact. Like, there yes, is no yeah. fact about heaven or hell. Yes. There yes. is no fact yes. about their realities. We, yes. However, you want to think about it. You know, there are so many memoirs and stories about near death or like death and then coming back to life stories. Whatever you believe about the afterlife, it isn't a capital T truth. Yes. And you won't yeah. know that until we are dead. Like yes. that is the thing. And so it's like those choices that they are saying is a choice is the thing that is still held on by so mm-hmm. much guilt and shame. Yep. And it's like, it, it's not just one thing. It's this whole, like everything is connected. Yep. Like, and it's, and that's how deep rooted it is yes. going. Absolutely. Because it isn't like, I feel like I was, was I saying this to you? Where it's kind of like a cancer. It's yes, like- you were saying that to me. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. It was, it's like coming from a specific source, but it, it, it doesn't have clean margins. No. It goes in so many different yes. directions and infects different things at different rates you know mm-hmm. yeah but it's certainly like that manipulation and control is what you're talking about that yes. like it bleeds into all these other things yeah guilt shame mm-hmm. the like internalized all of it like all of that is just like so infective yeah of like everything else that a person does and to kind of like bounce off what you were talking about when you said that like it you know in like heaven and hell like it's not, you know, like that's not a capital T truth. Even if you do believe, even if your belief system does include, you know, an afterlife that where there's a, a good place and a bad place, right? Whatever. Yeah. Fucking like getting a tattoo or having a glass of wine or, or, or um, getting angry at, you know, whatever, not people, feeling but like anger, something period. feeling anger period is not going to send you there. Yeah, that's not it. Those aren't the things, Yeah, you know, like even if you do believe that there is some kind of afterlife, the things that we're told are going to send us there are not the things that that would. In fact, I think the percentage of things that would send you to a bad place if you believe there is one is significantly smaller than anybody 
that ever told me, you know, it's like, like we were made to believe that it was like a 90, 10, 90 things would send you there. 10% wouldn't. I think it's probably the other way around, you know, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like it's the, 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 one of the biggest, one of the biggest freedoms I would say that I, um, realized when I came out of, of, um, my like my toxic religious experience was all of the freedom I had to do to just live life to just and and it it, it, it wasn't this whole, like I'm gonna you know jump on a plane and fly to the other side of the country and experience everything I can I'd love to do that sometime but it was the small things it was the like and I, I know this sounds outrageous and but this is how it is like I, I, also a lot of these things were I had a very control of manipulative father who won who you know wanted to control literally every single minute of my life. When I got up in the morning, when I ate my food, when I went to the restroom, where I was going, who I was going with, when I came, like every, I'm not exaggerating, every single aspect of my life he wanted to be in control of. So that, you know, paired with religion. Yeah, that it was works this, really well. Yeah, <laughs> It's a <yeah>. good relationship. <laughs> it's a it's an ideal relationship for a very fucked up person like <laughs> me. <laughs> the more you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so coming out of that experience, it was literally things like, oh, I can I can eat dessert before 9 p.m. I can eat food after 9 p.m. I can wake up whenever I want to. I can go to bed. Oh, I could stay in bed for an extra hour. Oh, I could like, I could not shower today if I don't need to. I could uh. wear, you know, oh, I... I wore this shirt yesterday. I could probably wear it today too. Like it was the like weird little stuff that like people are just like, you have a problem with that? And I was like, I thought it was wrong. Yeah. I thought everything was wrong. Yep. Every single, like everything I did, if like, if someone else said a bad word across the street, I thought I was going to hell for it. You know, like, cause you let that word into your ear canal. Yes. Because <laughs> I didn't put up my, my, my shield of faith before the word got to my brain, you know, like it was just, <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. No, it's, it's like, yeah, I'm sure that's it's what hilariously ridiculous. Oh, I, that's why it's funny is because that oh. is what they say. Well, you know, you talked they talked about like, they talked about, I don't know if you ever heard this, but we talked about, you know, the first thing you do in the morning is putting on the whole armor of God and there's the shield of faith and the breastplate of righteousness and the fuck, I didn't know that was still in there. <laughs> sword of truth. Or the sword of shit. truth. God. Ooh, oh. ooh. I'm being triggered right now. Oh, the no. helmet of salvation. Oh, oh, that's a deep one. I'm getting chill. I don't like that that's still in there. Like, I just need to, like, pluck it out. Um, he, okay. Uh, okay. Keep going. I'm okay, going to cool. write some. But, that, but, like, that was you're you know you get up in the morning and you are literally like which which really just plays into once again removing the choice you have over you like your own agency removing that agency because you don't even have the um uh uh sorry got distracted you don't even have the agency the ability to control what happens to you so you have to get up and put on the whole armor of god and prepare yourself because you're not in control of anything you know you told you you told you're told you have freedom you told that you're that you're capable that you're powerful that you know jesus lives in you and you're and and he can take on everything but you literally can't even handle anything that happens to you so you have to fucking put on full armor so that one little thing won't get to you you know but yeah we're supposed to be free and have all this choice and have all this power you know 
Rant done. So just kidding. It's going to go for the rest of the episode. <laughs> well, to to snowball off of that, how because I feel like there are so many freaking avenues that we can go into, oh, and this absolutely. has been a little bit of a rough episode, and so like all of these things are just starting to settle into like what I actually want to talk about. So to to snowball off of what you were saying, though, we're going to try a new structure. I'm springing this on you right now. Do it right now. I love we it. We are Sorry. trying a new structure. We're trying new things. And by we, um, we mean... The podcast. Emerson, who's springing this new structure on me right now. Yes. Well, we've talked about <laughs> just it. Kidding. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was just joking because you said I'm springing it on you. Yeah. So we are going to try having a more themed month instead of episode yes, to yes. episode. So this month, and we're going to... Surprise, we're going to start it for February because it's the shortest month and the sweetest. Not really, but... Gross. She, <laughs> we're going to do this topic of choice. Yes. And an avenue that I want to go on to, maybe not necessarily right now, mm -hmm. but I how, like, more positively about how, like, what choices we have found that we do have... Um, yes, I like, think that would be a great topic for like, because I, like, I, I'm very much on. Um, I'm writing notes down for next week. Um, I'm very much on a like a. They took all my choice away. They're yeah, horrible. But yeah. I would love to talk about you know like the choices that we actually did have, the choices that we had that we didn't know about, and then the choices that we now know about that we have. Yeah, makes sense. Yes, I mean I certainly have a lot to say about how. I mean, I've just been a little like deep into the anger mode this this For past sure. week, you know, yeah. like just going through life, seeing what I am at a loss of because of their intervention or whatever, like yeah. they being like the church. Right. Yeah. Because I have I feel like everyone has this capability. And as you were talking about like the the imagery and like the symbolism of putting on something protective for yourself because you do have all of this choice mm -hmm. and with all of this choice you need to protect yourself because there are so many people trying to take away your choice like and it's and it's the choice about like what you choose to perceive that as i mean people yep. meditate and imagine like a protective light surrounding them how is that any different from yeah. this God given and this kind of goes back to like giving all of this credit to God mm -hmm. of just like no you need this thing from God that protects you you can't protect yourself yeah all of that doesn't come from you and I know this is like kind of going back to a different episode but it's like this this inability or I guess like yeah the inability to have any other perspective other than yeah. what they feed you yeah and how how little choice there is for children. Period. Of course. Everywhere. Uh, people, no child yeah. has any choice about anything. Yeah. Right now, but it but it so affects deeply how they live their lives. And so I've just been like operating in this like anger state this week. No, so, like, I think let's rant about yes. <laughs> it. <laughs> I think that's great. I think it's really one thing. You know. Uh, 
<clears throat> one of the things that they told us that we didn't have choice of was how to feel our emotions. We weren't allowed to feel negative ones, quote unquote, negative ones. I don't, I think I've said this before, I don't believe that emotions have inherently negative or positive traits. I think yeah, that- Yeah, defined as negative, again, by them. Yes, <laughs> exactly, exactly. I think emotions are emotions and how you, uh, how what you do with them you know, because how you release them, yeah. how you process them, how you think through them, how, how you act on them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because toxic positivity is just as is it's just, just as, as bad. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. just as bad. And Mormons are really good at toxic positivity. Oh yeah, let me absolutely. Tell you. <laughs> so I'm Christian. Same thing. You know, yeah, yeah. Like just let go and let God. No, fucking deal with it. Like, do, like you have the agency, and 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 that's the point that I was making is that. They were even controlling how we felt our emotions. We weren't allowed to feel anger or frustration or disappointment or depression or any of these emotions that happened. We weren't allowed to feel them because if we felt them, that meant something was wrong. And then if something was wrong, we weren't trusting Jesus and we had to go back to Jesus and he had to make everything right, which then led to pretending like everything was fine when it wasn't and suppressing those emotions and suppressing those issues and those challenges, which I would like to know also something I've learned is that one of the real dangers about it is that so much, a, a lot of mental health can be um, caused by physical things like chemical imbalances, diet changes, uh, uh, illness, uh, yeah. you know, sickness, yeah. like mental depression, anxiety. The, a lot of these things are not always caused by physical things, but they can be. Yeah. So, so, you know, when, and I'm saying this to, to, to really drive home the point that when we're talking about, um, when we're talking about someone in like a religious structure, taking away your agency and your choice, we are not only talking about the things like I can't get a tattoo or have a glass of wine or have friends that, you know, don't look like I do. Yes, yeah. those all are are bad things. There are all those are all things that shouldn't have happened. But we're also talking about severely dangerous the potential for severely dangerous situations like I'm depressed because I have a hormone imbalance because of this sickness that I have or this illness that might is wrong with my body. But the church is telling me that I'm not allowed to feel depressed. Ooh. So I just pretend like everything's fine until I have this huge complication because of this physical illness that I never went to the doctor for because I was just sad and I was just sad and needed to pray about it more. Ooh. And that is a reality that a lot of people in toxic religious environments live. Yeah. I, super going off of what you just said and how toxic positivity plays into this lack of choice mm -hmm. this toxic positivity perspective of think about what choices you do have completely shifts the perspective away from how little choice you have oh yes and with that the like defining what physical ailments are that this physical ailment like the the pastor bishop whatever has the authority to say oh you're feeling this way that's because you haven't prayed enough <laughs> yeah what the yes fuck? i mean i'm yeah. sorry i'm digressing a little you're bit. not digressing you were right on topic yeah but that is like ooh. how many times did you experience this where something was wrong with you probably physically um, some kind of issue, some kind of ailment, and you went to the pastor first before you went to a doctor. Did you ever experience, did you ever have that or see that? I mean, 
in my experience, if there was ever anything wrong, I tried to cover it up so hard yeah. before it ever got <clears throat> external or like something that I needed to involve professionals or even my family. Like sometimes I would talk to my mom about mm-hmm. it, but that was like the the worst case scenario. I hardly ever talked to anyone about anything physical because especially, I mean, even when like, <laughs> spoiler alert, I'm a trans guy. <laughs> Even <laughs> I hope you say that every week. I don't mean to laugh at it. I'm laughing with you because you say yeah. spoiler alert and I just, oh, it's the best thing ever. I think that needs to be the title of your autobiography. I, okay. Spoiler alert. I'm a trans guy. I'm down for that. But when, Writing that down. Tippity-tappity. Yes. Um, continue. Um, sorry. When, when my cycle came, mm-hmm. I was so shameful and so yeah. like caught on a, like both caught unawares and like oh i need to like cover the fuck out of this Mm -hmm. like nobody needs to know i don't exist like that amount of space that that body who menstruates takes up yeah is not allowed period totally absolutely and if you think about it like like how much time and space someone that's going through that requires like, just for cleanup. I don't know. Again, super digression. No. I mean, if we don't have if we don't have a destination, we cannot digress from it. I so, can, I can rope this together. I can rope this together. I, well, How... <laughs> challenge accepted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, so, like, okay. Menstruation mm-hmm. fucking sucks. I don't know if any any of you who menstruate are just like I love my cycle. I love I when it comes. I can't speak from experience, it, but like, I have never heard that. My soul. <laughs> I love myself only when I'm. I'd like no. Anyway, so like the amount of time and space that a body needs to go through that, to self care, mm-hmm. to prepare like the hormones of it the like actual physical manifestation of it as far as Mm -hmm. like you know all of that and how you don't really have a choice in doing these things like you can't control your body like that's menstruating is like a very external like like symbol of the the like oh my the mental becoming physical, I guess, is what I'm trying to okay. say. Okay, yes. I, that, so yes, like, that tracks. I mean, I mean as in I, I'm me? connecting it. Yes, I'm okay. connecting the dots. Yeah. Okay. And so you can't decide when it happens, how it happens, what, you know? Mm-hmm. And so you don't have this choice, and you're still supposed to take up very little space, and but you need even more space because of these. And so that's just, like, extra shame, yep. extra guilt. And it just like cycles in on itself. And you're not allowed. This is the, again, I can't speak from experience, but you're like your entire like physical, mental, like biological structure changes during that time. But you're fit like the person and the and the emotions and the and the, the person you're projecting is not supposed to change. You're supposed to pretend to be just as happy, just as 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 peaceful and calm and in control and perfect little, you know, Christian Even- person. No matter the fact that literally everything in your life, in your in your in your body, your yeah. every everything in your immediate is, life is changing. It has <laughs> yeah. changed. 
uh, during that time, but yet you're supposed to be exactly the same. And that is, that is the kind of like the expectations and, and the, like the, uh, the, that's what we're talking about. It's like yeah. removing that agency. You don't even have the choice yeah. to feel your feelings. You don't yeah. even, even when something yes. physical is going on. Oh my God. And I, I don't want to like flirt with the line of, um, I, I, my intention of sharing this is not to imply that menstruating is a disability or making any like any, I did not get that impression any at false all. No. definition by that way but it is I mean depression in my opinion is an unseen illness de- yeah de- it, it disability yeah it affects your life negatively mm-hmm. and 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 it just needs a little bit of like more care yeah like depression yeah. requires a little bit more care menstruation requires a little bit more care yes. but you're just supposed to power through it power through, through it, it. Mm-hmm. yes yes mm-hmm. and yep. that lack of choice is like and not even that we talk about you're supposed to power through it like we talk about it as it should be like not even as it should be I can even hear in our language, everything in our language dictates that we understand that people have agency and choice. Yeah. You're supposed to power through it. That did not exist in the religious structure. You power through it. Yes. That's how it would have been explained to us. That there you is no power choice through it. other than Pray power through it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Pray yes. through it. Pray until it's gone. Pray. The, I, I, we had a saying that um, um, it was called PUSH. It was an acronym. Acronym. That's what that means, right? Mm-hmm. pray until something happens wow. so yeah pray oh until something God. happens and it was something emotional until your emotional state changed or until you saw something happen so people would go on these week-long fasts i mean weeks long fasts or like i'm gonna pray every day for an hour until my situation changes until i get the money to buy that house until i find my 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 partner until i get my breakthrough until i get the holy spirit all these like I'm going to pray until something happens. And that's not like that in and of itself again. Yeah. It removes your, your agency and choice because you can't choose to explore different paths or um, decide that being in a relationship isn't for you or, or change your expectations or, you know what? I don't want to work hard enough at that job to make all that money to buy the house you think I should have. I'm going to go work part time and enjoy the quality of oh, life I have. Like you don't have the choice or the what agency. A rebel. Mm-hmm. You have they they set the expectations. They set they 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 also set what you're supposed to like. They set your expectations and then they they do not give you the choice of whether or not you get to meet them. Yeah, you have to meet them. Yeah, yeah. Have you? I anyone who's listening, have you heard or seen the Book of Mormon, the play? I have not yet, and I want to so bad. I I saw it once, and I was a little still like, I didn't find it as funny as I think I would now because yeah. I was still a little too close. Where yeah, it was totally. like outraged because this religion still exists like that's where i was at yeah um but there's a song in it that is just like it's a perfect description of how mormon theology works Mm -hmm. and it's called turn it off oh yeah you've told me about this if you are feeling anything bad turn it off Mm -hmm. if you've got homo homosexual thoughts yes just turn turn it it off off. yep just turn it off just turn it off just turn it off Mm -hmm. and that's like literally everything anything 
anything sexual, anything like, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where like existing physically, you just don't talk about it. Nope. Like you don't talk about anything. It doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah. Period. And the I don't I don't want to you know I don't think we're like this is not the the the. This is not the subject we're going for, but I just the mentioning of things of of sexuality in general, sexual yeah. things, sexuality in general, basically anything from the waist below was just so didn't matter what it was, physical issue, uh, sexuality, yeah. uh, 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 attraction or, you know, like you were saying, like menstruation, it didn't yeah. anything from the waist below was just you don't have choice about it. This is these are these are the parameters in which you can exist and everything else. We just pretend like it's not real. It's not real. And it's not even real. like like abdominal things, and oh, yeah. even like those that you know form a chest at some point. Like mm-hmm. even like deeply bodily things, you just don't talk just about. They don't, don't exist. Talk about them. Like we I know. didn't ever talk about farting. You yeah. Didn't ever burp. No. Like, any bodily function. Didn't matter what it was. You just didn't. didn't yeah. Yeah. And that's to me. That's one of the reasons. Like. Like I. You know. I haven't shared everything yet. But at, at the right time, right place, I will. But I've got like. <clears throat> I have some 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 chronic. I have chronic illness and 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 uh, and I choose to in my personal life to be very vocal about it and it was from day one it was so uncomfortable but from day one I made the decision to constantly talk about it as much as I possibly could normalize it yes because I wanted to normalize it because I grew up in that environment where I saw people not talk about things that needed to be talked about and you know go up front to have the pastor pray for them instead of going to the doctor and then this person was going through it and then that person went through it and they had to go through it alone because that person never talked about it. And they never, those things, you know, where this person could have avoided all this pain and trauma and trouble if they had just talked to this person who had the same issue. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and I made that decision. I'm going to be vocal about it. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to normalize it because that is dangerous. It, it, that's like, that perpetuates guilt and shame that yeah. perpetuates that that mindset th- that everything is so bad and everything is so wrong and everything is so dirty and 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 horrible and then education doesn't get out there knowledge doesn't get out there and that is how they control you is like is is th- they they control you by controlling the knowledge that you have yeah and totally. what and and the education that you get they control the knowledge and that is just they control you you know yeah yeah I feel like there's so there's so much we could we could go yeah. into. Yeah. I, I'm happy that we're talking about this for you know as long as this month allows. But there's just like so much in. Oh my god, I lost my train of thought, and I'm like trying to get it back as I'm saying words <laughs> out loud, and it's not well, happening. It's okay. You think about that because one of the things that we talked about this week when we were talking about this this subject is I said that. Um, the uh i had said that if if someone can control your emotions and control your mm. I um, remember what it was. okay if someone can control your emotions and control your money they control you and i want to add to that if they control your education yeah, so totally the three main things if they can control your emotions or control how you how like if they can control how you learn how to deal with them or like that control the the it kind of ties into education a lot where they convince you that you're not allowed to have emotions is what the point is. And they control your money. Um, 
and then if they can control your education then they then they control you as a person those are the three main things that i feel like that toxic religious or toxic people religious like in general that's how they control people and by removing your agency removing your choice in all of those matters Mm -hmm. you don't you don't get to choose whether or not you have emotions or what ones you feel or how you feel about them you don't get to choose where you spend your money or your time um, because it all goes to the church even more so than the tithe and offering you're also paying for the gas to go to all the events you're paying for all the supplies you're paying for they control your money and then if they can they control your um, knowledge like your access to education of the outside world if they control those things that's it you're, you're controlled yeah you are 100% controlled oh, whether yeah. you believe it or whether you realize it or not you know yeah totally um, eh, by by definition a cult is like it I mean, I don't know what the definition of a cult is. Look up what the definition of a cult is now. But it has to include something about manipulating what information you're given Mm -hmm. to keep you locked into this systematic thing. How close am I? You are, let's see, cult, a system of religious veneration and devotion directed toward a particular figure or object. Um, a misplaced or excessive admiration for a particular person or thing. Wow. Okay. So I was pretty close. You're pretty fucking close. Yeah. Like manipulating mm-hmm. what you what you know so that you can turn around and give right back and stay in mm-hmm. the cult. Yep. Um. What what I was writing down, and I love how it's worded, but it seems like the motive behind a lot of taking away of the choice of people is that the human experience is being manipulated like experiencing a physical body as it is with its limitations mm-hmm. and it's you know crazy not limitations yeah like, excessive like ex- like excessive powerful options, yeah, yeah options yeah like human bodies are extremely cool so, they're so beautiful they they're do so so much yeah. so much for us yeah. every second and it's stuff that we don't think about and it's stuff that we have been told shouldn't be. Yeah. And it's that like no questions asked, anything physical is sinning. Yeah. Anything physical right. needs to be snuffed out. Is oh, that ju- it yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mean to interrupt. I don't know if I have anything else to say, but well, just that like just sitting with that like their when, purpose of having this church is to remove someone's physical experience in this world Mm -hmm. that's powerful that's fucking sad you know when i think of and i when you say physical do you i I of course immediately think of sexual because i think that sometimes some of the most powerful magic is as is is like not sex or sexual things but just passion yeah passion you know i I, you know so everything i don't think that there's hard categories you know so like sexuality blends into your passion your passion blends into your emotions your emotions blend into your experiences your experiences blend into your sexuality you know so that's that's what i mean by the physical like we physically experience sensation we physically Mm -hmm. experience emotion Mm -hmm. we physically experience pleasure yes physically experience pain Mm -hmm. and all of that everything to do with our bodies yeah i'm just like stringing it together right now but everything to do with our bodies has been told 
has been mistold to yeah. us. Like yeah. we've been told that having a body, that what it does, that its purpose of existence is wrong. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. I'm just remembering the, um, not, I mean, I'm remembering in this moment, whatever <laughs> that, you know, one of the main beliefs is that because of, you know, Adam and Eve lived in the garden and everything was perfect. They were created perfectly. And the, I'm, you know, it, we can deep dive on that. So many areas. Yeah. Well, I'm just, just having this like this flood yeah. of like, holy fucking shit. Like, um, so Adam and Eve exist in the garden. They were perfect humans. And because they were perfect, their guilt and shame did not exist. They did not know they were naked. They then, didn't have sexuality. They were very childlike. Yes, very much so. And yeah. and and uh, and then they eat the tree from the knowledge of good and evil. Which can we talk about? How this is so many deep dives. We should, this should be in its own episode. Can we talk about how we were told that that our eyes being open to the all all truth that existed in the world was considered oh, sinful. No shit. How can you tell me that it's not about manipulation and control when we were taught that knowing too much meant you were sinful? Whoa. Yeah. I always didn't understand. Like I never understood why it was so bad for Adam and Eve to know so much. And the way it was framed to us was that, the knowledge of good and evil. Well, they learned about evil. They learned how to do bad. No, they didn't. It was about control. It was about controlling everything about them. Once they knew they didn't have to obey Jesus, he was out, out, get out of the garden. You're no longer good enough for me. Yeah. And, and how that goes in with the narrative that if you're childlike, you're pure. But as soon as you, hit puberty as soon yes. as you have like those physically oriented thoughts and i'm thinking like particularly around sex because yeah. that's when they learned and just about it well and not even like the act of sex <laughs> i wish you could see the hands like my i talk with my hands and i'm like the act of that was like such inclusive like <laughs> yeah because i didn't do the, the the like the finger in the hole so, i did so the... what they did they were like curling their fingers and just like meshing <laughs> which is, them together which is which the is sign like... which is the sign for roommate it's like the sign no for shit. like yeah it's the sign for like two people like like the sign together. for roommate. yeah <laughs> wow. i mean they're rooming something together. anyway <laughs> i mean there's a lot of things intertwining there's you know anyway um, anyways um the, the it wasn't even the act of sex how it was how it's described you know in the the bible that we were given was they they realized they were naked so it wasn't even that oh all of a sudden oh, wow. All of a sudden, we realized that having sex or intercourse or anything was right. Being naked was bad because being naked now became sexualized and sexual sexuality oh, is bad. Be -be -be oh, holy mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. And so then they had to they had to cover themselves because now being naked was wrong. And again, that physical element being sin sinful. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Wrong. Anything physical. Anything physical, including being naked, was wrong. And the and and we have our bodies, the most purest form. This is something I could talk about for hours, because I could talk about it for hours because I have so much. I have so many issues with it. Like one of the purest forms of vulnerability, not for everyone, 
you know, like like for you, different for things. You. Yeah, different things empower different people. Yes, you know. Yes. Um, but for me, one of the most like powerful forms of vulnerability that I view is nudity. Mm-hmm. That's why I think that um, uh, st- like stripping is beautiful. I think that burlesque is beautiful. I think that nude art is beautiful. I think that the human body and the human form is so fucking beautiful. Mm. It's gorgeous. It's just absolutely amazing. Um, just every everything about it. And I hate my body because I have been told that that's what we're supposed to do. I have a ton of dysphoria. I don't like my body. I don't like anything about it. Haven't liked anything about it for a really long time. And, and, and I recognize, I'm very aware of the fact that that's not healthy and that's not what should be. I'm working on it, blah, blah, blah. But like, like it, like, I think it's so devastating that, we are taught to hate ourselves on such a fundamental level. Like we can't even exist in our skin. Yeah. We can't even exist yeah. in one of the most beautiful, vulnerable ways that we can with ourselves, much less with anyone else. Yeah. And I'm not talking about people. There are so many different sexualities and, and, and out there, you know, oh. I'm not talking about people on the, you know, like if you're on the asexuality spectrum, sex is interesting to you or, or nudity doesn't empower you. Like I'm, I'm just talking about like a, I'm making a very large generalization. Yeah. So I yeah. want to make sure that I'm not excluding, but, um, like just the the principle though that like you cannot exist in a state of love for yourself in your most basic form yeah in the most the 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 just take off society take off you know take off everything that we are taught to be and yeah. and, and and behave as yeah. and we are like existing in our most basic you know purest form is shameful and is wrong and is horrible and is sinful. Yeah. I think that is devastating. I yeah. think it's so devastating. Yeah, I think it. Um, I mean, in in being told what you are capable of, you are then limiting your own experience. Yeah, but it's it. You don't even know that it's your choice that you get to change how you perceive your purpose of life. Mm-hmm. Like you. It, uh, yeah. And by the time you realize it's your choice, you've already been con- conditioned so intensely that it's going to take a lot of yeah, a lot of work and therapy and effort to undo the conditioning so that you can then freely choose. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's just it's it's, you know, I, I, the reason hard. I mentioned all of that is because we talk so much about um, we talk so much about choice and control and so many outward perspectives and so many outward views of life and society in general and. And, um, mm. and, you know, and, 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 uh, things like that. But I just, it really gets me every single time when I think about how intensely the conditioning and the shame and the guilt goes that it's like you, that like fundamentally who you are, strip away everything literally and metaphorically yeah strip away everything. And you can't even, you can't even take the guilt and shame off. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's you are fundamentally from the very beginning, from the beginning of time, what we're taught is the beginning of time. It is shameful to exist as you are. Yeah. It is shameful. We were born. Then the whole point that I was making with that was that we are taught that we are because of Adam and Eve were born into sin. Yes. So we, because we have a physical body, we mm-hmm. are born into sin. Our innocence 
we're not even innocent as a child. Like our innocence is 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 not like is not a thing that yeah. we are. We exist sinful, but we're we have this grace period until we're aware, and then when we're aware, then we immediately have to ask for forgiveness, which can be whenever they decide. Right. I think they told us it was like twelve or thirteen. For us, it was eight. Oof. You get to choose if you want to be baptized at eight. Oof. And and I and I say choose very loosely. Yeah. <laughs> you get to quote unquote choose at eight years old, but yeah. there's no eight year old that would have that. Not to like discount eight year olds, but there's no eight year old that can stand up to the Mormon Church and say no, I don't want to get baptized if their parents was like deeply in the religion. Yeah. There's no way well, that eight, is not yeah. an option. What eight year old has actually has choice when their parents are yeah f- practicing that religion? Yeah, and to be a little bit more inclusive, it there's no one that has. I mean, there okay, there are very few people who have been raised with the mentality of my body is something to be loved. Mm-hmm. Like society in general, take away the cults, take away the religion, like society also like blurry lines between church and state, whatever, not going to go there. That's a different podcast. Real, the, <laughs> society, like the society voice that we have in our heads, that is very much close to what the religious voices yes. are in our heads. Mm-hmm. That like, you need to change. You need this to be that. You need to look this way. You need to have this hair. You need to have this a fucking eye color. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you going to do about your eye color? Just change it, apparently. That's what you're supposed to do with everything. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. But it's not ever discussed that how you are in this moment, no matter what you look like, no matter what, you are loved and you are capable of enjoying your body and feeling pleasure mm-hmm. and taking advantage of in a safe healthy way of safe, the consensual healthy way yes that your mm-hmm. body does for you like live yep. it the fuck up yes <laughs> and to build on that um you have the choice to love your body and love the skin you're in love who you are um and to dictate what you would like to do with that yeah you have the you have the choice to express yourself however you want to. Yep. It is, you are beautiful, your body is beautiful. And if you would like to alter your body, that is also beautiful because it is what you want. Yeah. Like, it, like you, like, there is no shame in what you want to do as long as you are not hurting yourself or anyone else. Like, be who you are and who you want to be. Yes. Be what, whatever, whatever you want to do. Like you have that choice, you have that agency, and it is all beautiful. And it is your choice. And like, it is your choice, and only you do, your choice. Yeah, what you do with your body is your choice. Yeah. Period. No questions asked. And this topic comes up so much with in society as well, in in the Christian, you know, or uh, toxic religious environment. Yeah. Of the and usually the examples are used are like um, plastic surgery or um, like sex sexual behavior Mm -hmm. you know that like and 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 this is also something that exists in society a lot of people are shamed for having sex all the time or they're shamed for not having enough sex like they're shamed for if they get plastic surgery they're shamed if they don't if the you know if if, if, they're literally just trying to make you feel shame they're just trying to make you feel shame and the reality is whatever makes you feel good whatever makes you enjoy your life whatever makes you like want to continue to explore this beautiful body and 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 life that you have do that whatever that is you know and 
you know, we're getting a little close to the end of time. End of time. Oh the end god. of. <laughs> <laughs> but I. Oh my god! No, I lost my train of thought. doing now um we are going to give a little bit of a teaser as to what we're because at, on this last music break we kind of like i remembered what i was going to talk yeah. about and that spurred a whole other episode yes because of this content yeah thought is like way deeper than what we're gonna like deep dive on but as far as what we're gonna like touch on right now just kind of clarifying the um the line or like the the level of choice in like trans identity or like your yes. gender or sexuality because that's a hot topic in religion is, is yes like, it is uh, you know that being queer or you know being something quote unquote other than the quote unquote like default Norm, sexuality default. Yeah. Mm-hmm. of um of what we're told is what gender and sexuality is is that it you know they spin it that that it's a choice one of all and that you have the power to choose otherwise but then also they spin it in that it's like your burden to bear yeah your like you were born this way in a negative way you were born this way and this is like what you have to overcome Mm -hmm. yeah and so it's when realizing that at least like my stance on this and on this topic is that to a certain extent it is a choice it is your choice to expand or like explore your sexuality yeah it is your choice to understand your gender identity if it's something that calls to you it is also your choice especially if it's not physically safe for you to do so to not explore or expand on those parts of yourself so i don't think I personally don't think that it is necessarily a choice of what label is slapped on your human existence Mm -hmm. or experience. But I do think that there is a level of choice of what, because everyone has a choice of like shutting down their sexuality. Everyone can do that. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. I was kind of wondering, I knew what you were getting at. I was kind of wondering what you were implying, but yeah. So like when we can't choose who we are yes who we are is constantly changing often yes you know but we can choose whether or not to be safe yes and that is that and that is you know always we say all the time safety is number one your safety is number one priority yeah um and yeah you can choose to whether or not to explore or you get to choose in what capacity you want to explore or when you want to explore whether or not you're ready to explore or discover and yeah and the time and place is very very unique to everyone yeah Yeah, but contrary to what they tell us you cannot choose to make it go away yes that is that is the element that is inaccurate and what they're saying is um is the element of choice is that you can just like decide not to be gay one day or you're saved (laughs) yeah exactly or that deciding to not uh, because this is another one that's that's kind of popular in the christian realms is that some some religious you know organizations say that they have decided to accept gay people as long as they don't act on it so you can choose like it's okay that you're gay just choose not to you know you're going to choose celibacy and and being single for the rest of your life 
And that's BS as well. That that's, you know, like, like you, you know, again, they tell you, you have the choice to continue to live, you know, a Christian life and not act on these impulses. And that's not true either. You are who you are. Your sexuality, your, your sexuality is not shameful. It's not inherently shameful and wrong. It is not inherently shameful and wrong. You know what (laughs) is shameful and wrong is being so repressed and suppressed and feeling being made to feel so shameful and guilty about your sexuality that you make really unhealthy choices. That's shameful and wrong on on the, the, the religious like that's on side that blood on, them. Is on their hands. Exactly. <laughs> that that is bad is making someone feel so bad about themselves that they think the only way that they the only choices they do have is to do things in secret and do things um, that, that cause them harm or someone else harm. That's yeah. shameful. Yeah. That's shameful that you make someone feel like that those are their only choices. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, we I mean, yeah, it I'm glad that you clarified that that it's like we want to be abundantly clear that like you have agency to do whatever you want with your life in whatever capacity makes in you feel good and validated every way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, I like the, um, the, um, um, the, uh, there's this, this, this meme I saw that, that, um, you know, cause a, a lot of people, a lot of people, of course, you know, this, I can't not speak to this, but, but the, um, a lot of people like to decide what's empowering for women. And, oh, yeah. and usually it's straight white men. And it's all going to be the same for mm-hmm. every single woman, exactly. right? But there's this 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 Not thing it. this yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was sarcasm. Yeah. Um this thing I saw that it's, it says different things empower different women and and the, the I can't there was like four or the, there was in this example there was multiple I can I can only remember, but I'm only thinking about the one that says modesty empowers women some women and while nudity empowers other women yes. and you know, we shouldn't like, you don't get to decide what is empowering to you. And I love that concept in general across the board um, because it, it, you know, um, because the whole, the whole point that we're making is that you have full agency and full choice. And, you know, especially being a queer person, in a toxic religious environment, it's almost expected that when you finally come out of the church, you go through your, you go through this sexual, sec, this, you know, this, uh, this phase of having sex all the time. And, or you go through this phase of drinking all the time, or you go through this, you know, drug phase, you go through the, the sinning benders. Yeah. You go through all of these, like, this is just the examples that were kind of like, mm-hmm. like imposed, you know, to me. Um, or you, you know, you have to, get out of your hometown you have to go do whatever whatever it is these there's these like you know you go through the that these phases but if that's not empowering to you then you don't have to do it if you get away from the church and it's empowering for you to sit home with a book and tea and think about your life or it's empowering you for you to actually stay home because you never got to stay home when you were a christian Mm -hmm. it's if it's empowering for you to not be in relationships because you were forced into so many relationships if it's empowering to you that's the choice you have you have the agency to choose those things yes the the element of like you get to decide what empowers you and how it goes along with that because you have this implied by their by the churches or by society standards because you have 
adopted this identity being queer whatever definition that looks like Mm -hmm. for you that you then are on in a lot of trans worlds it's called like the trans track where Mm -hmm. you start hormone therapy you do top surgery you do bottom surgery and then you're full like you are now you've arrived yeah Mm -hmm. and and it's like not everyone can physically do hormones though they choose to like that they choose to do that they physically can't do hormones a lot of people can't do surgeries like there's a lot or don't want to or don't and that's yeah or don't need that and the like choice of that there's no reason to not do it like again it goes back to this like whatever empowers you is your choice yes and it's your power like your empowerment comes from you Mm -hmm. however that looks like because how many times have we have you heard i know i've heard this that it's kind of like you finally have the choice to go do this you finally have the choice you finally have the choice now to go on your you know because when, when i first came out i was this is what i'm relating it to when i first came out i came out as a gay man and mm-hmm. then i since have developed and learned you know more about myself and my sexuality but it was like you're finally out of that church you finally have the choice to now go out every weekend and 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 go through your quote unquote what they called hoe phase you yeah. know and and do all these things so that you can actually be a gay a gay person a gay man so you're and, a quote unquote real yes gay, and ha- quote and and uh, how will you know if you don't do these things and it's and it's like like the it, it, it's out of the frying pan into the fire kind of yep. thing where you're like i came out of this this environment that was controlling everything i did to go into an environment that con- con- controlling everything i do so that i can be free from that environment it's no like i like you you have the choice to do whatever you want yeah to, to and to not do whatever you want and you know another saying that I see a lot is that or which is really helpful is that um, you know non-binary people don't owe you androgyny and it's kind of like that 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 same concept yes. of like you don't have to look the way people think you need to look to be who you are you know yes. like you have the choice to identify to define yourself however whatever in whatever way makes you the most happy and authentic and and validated yeah and that doesn't have to look like anything that's uh. the choice that we're talking about your choice your agency comes from you and only you yeah and only you yeah that's it yeah yeah okay i don't want to add anything else because we're at time and we could are go we? on forever oh, we are at time god um, so we are going to do a tarot card poll. Yeah, we're going to do our tarot card poll before we go. Yeah, the collective of uh, 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 it's our us. turn podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People, us, us here, all in the us healing folks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So let me just do a little bit of shuffling so here. Just you know, think about a, like an intention or like some guidance that you need, or you know, ground yourself in what what the universe has in store for you i don't know like you know or no or just listen to this card and be like that's interesting yeah that too because <laughs> you can do whatever you want because you have choice <laughs> you have agency yeah okay we are looking at the ten of swords i think i I think you did that last week i think i pulled that last week that's kind of crazy yeah I or I either pulled it last week or I know that I'm I'm pretty sure I pulled it when because I just edited the episode with me and uh, Tucker 
And I think I pulled this card during that one also. I'm very sure that you pulled it last week. I That's make, spooky. I, sh- I shuffle the cards every single time I use them. Oh, every time. Spooky. I shuffle them. Yeah. This card symbolizes a major disaster that will occur unless changes are made. Make a clean break with the past. Don't leave any loose ends behind. Now I know for a fact I pulled this one when I um, <laughs> um, did the, the show with... Noel, because that is exactly that is exactly what I just heard of me read on that podcast. But that's so crazy. There you go, people. There's that. That's encouraging, though. I think you know, like it's kind of like a warning from the universe. Like, hey, it's going to get bad if you don't do something. Now's the time to do something. <laughs> do not wait. Right. Do not wait. Moment. Yep. Now is the time. And if you want to follow our social medias, we have an Instagram. It's our turn pod, and that's spelt just. Those words are spelled the way it sounds, I-T-S-O-U-R-T-U-R-N-P-O-D. And that's for Instagram. And if you want to email us thoughts, suggestions, topics, or experiences that you would like to share, if you want to be a guest, we'll be working on getting guests in here eventually. That's something that we definitely work towards in the future. If you have a story that you would like to share, email us at itsourturnpod at gmail.com. And our podcast is live. I, um, I am not able to get the episode that like i won't be able to get this episode edited up and by you know by like in a couple days because i'm still working on past episodes but you can listen to all of our you can listen to some of our past episodes um right now um episode one through four is um is up there yeah and i just got the uh, the episode edited where uh tucker noir was our guest our, yeah. our first special guest so it was me and Tucker and I like within the first few minutes I was laughing so hard like it's just it's it's got everything in there so if you want to listen to our podcast it's on Google Podcasts Apple Podcasts Spotify and Podbean um, go check us out and listen to us it's it's we it's just condensed uh, a, a reminder this is we do a radio show once a week that then I edit down into podcast form so I take out the music the ad reads and stuff and just put our um the the conversation together so it's it's um it's a little bit different than what your typical podcast would be but but just you know the information is still there so we would love for you to um to check all that out that'd be really awesome we love you all thank you for being here yeah and um if you're listening on the podcast we love you go drink some water and love yourself because you have all the choice and agency it's all in you yeah Yeah. Bye. (laughs) Bye.